I'm fly like an eagle, I'm yelling go birds He's sniffing the end zone, I'm feeling like hers Scramble out the pocket, boy, it's the first Like Davis, we blitz and put him in the dirt Making big plays, I'm feeling like slaves Jump high for the rock, I feel What's like going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the 610 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, back here on this Monday evening. And it was announced yesterday that the Eagles will not be retaining defensive coordinator Sean Desai. He will be moving on. So the Philadelphia Eagles will be looking for a new defensive coordinator for this upcoming season. We'll talk about what the Eagles or who the Eagles um, have been leaked to interviewing um, thus far as they continue their search for a new defensive coordinator. Sean Desai, who was brought in this past offseason, coming over from the Seattle Seahawks last year, and I spoke about this before, Um, he did not have the requirements, I think, that were needed to come in and be a defensive coordinator. He had served as the Bears defensive coordinator back in 2021, and the Bears that season were not... They weren't much to write home about. I mean, they they struggled. Um, his defense was nothing, nothing too fantastic, and for him to be the guy calling the shots this season, I think was um, a little, a little ridiculous and the wrong way to go about it. If you were um, Nick Sirianni making those decisions, but ultimately, they make the right decision here and they move on from him. You know, this is not. Uh, Chip Kelly keeping Billy Davis for another season when he clearly is not working out. Like this is a a decision from I think the top down because I'm sure that in the past week there have, have been conversations between Nick Sirianni and Jeffrey Lurie about what is the look for this um, team moving forward into next year. And I think one of those conversations was um, had to do with Sean Desai and what do you do about him. And I think they're going to be um, obviously now moving um, moving towards someone that's a little bit more uh, seasoned in terms of you know how to call plays. Um, and you know I think that. It's the best decision for both parties that this happened. Obviously, I don't think that uh, it's a position that you want to be in, of course, but it's one that you had to have happen. I mean, the Eagles this season were just, I mean, they they got killed all over the place with um, whether it was giving up yards. I mean, this team was ranked towards the bottom 28th specifically in yards allowed um and in passing touchdowns um they were ranked 31st with 35 they didn't draw enough interceptions they were ranked the bottom of the league there in takeaways and for as um for as potent of a defensive line as they had they were middle of the pack in the league in terms of you know getting back to the quarterback which was something that was the huge bright spot on this team last year or you know the 
the biggest strength of this team, you know, 19th in the league this year in terms of sacks, only mustering 43, and they did not pressure the quarterback enough, and tackling was poor, um, the way they went about, I think, and this is more of a overall assessment of the defensive coaches, and that's, of course, where Sean Desai is kind of the head of that department, of course. Um, There was no development in the linebackers, the weakest link of your team, and that took a hit. I also think our corners um, were not put in the best situation possible to succeed, and I think that hopefully moving on from Desai, we're um, this upcoming season. I I really do. Um, You know, I think that... Nick Sirianni and Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman have sat down. They've identified that, and they're going to be making the correct decision. Now, with this being said, um, who do you go out and get? And there have been two interviews. One, I think, that has already taken place, and another one that will be coming up. And that's, of course, with Ron Rivera, who was let go of the Washington Commanders early on in the this season, um, and the other one being Mike Caldwell, who um, was let go as the defensive coordinator of the Jacksonville Jaguars earlier in the offseason as well. So two guys that are experienced in calling defensive plays, both guys that were at one point assistants under Andy Reid um, during his tenure in Philadelphia, and now you're going to see them potentially return. At least one of them um, could potentially return. Now, I think that there are are also some other possible uh, decisions you could make and other areas you can go into, but I think out of the two, if this is the only thing that they're going to do, if these are the only two guys they're going to bring in, which I doubt they will, I'm just saying right now this is what we know, Um, I like Ron Rivera over... um, over Caldwell. I think Rivera, you know, unfortunately in Washington, he gave defensive duties to Jack Del Rio, who was not, um, he was not fit to handle that type of um, role. But Ron Rivera has had, and it's crazy to say about Jack Del Rio because he is a defensive minded coach, but I also think just with the culture in Washington, um, I believe Rivera did the best he could, but it just it wasn't working out. Rivera, though, his defense in Washington wasn't always that bad. As a matter of fact, his first year there, they were second-ranked uh, defense in terms of uh, yards allowed. So, you know, second-best defense in terms of yards allowed. They gave up the least amount of yards, second-least amount of yards. So that's something, of course, you know, to note. And um, his second season, well, it didn't go as well as they were 29th. So, of course, you take the good with the bad. And then in 2022, um, and I and I wonder if some of this, you know, could be credited to the fact that they did not have the best um, players put in place defensively. Uh, that season because then in 2022 they're the third best defense in yards allowed and this year they were of course at the bottom of the league and and ultimately 
um, led to him losing his his job. They were the worst team in yards allowed. But like I said, a lot of that has to do with Jack Del Rio as well as he was calling the shots. I think some of that had to do with the fact that you know it was Rivera who was in charge of going out and kind of getting players. I think he had a big big uh big say in that and i believe that being in a defensive coordinator role where that's not going to be his job i think will benefit the eagles i also think that if you bring him in you will see an improvement in the eagles linebackers i think he will bring in the correct um assistant coaches to have around him to where he will be successful and that unit will be specifically successful in the linebackers he was a linebackers coach here in philly he was great as a linebackers coach i mean he did a wonderful job um you know getting guys to play bigger than themselves and i think that is just so important um as a linebackers coach and also mike caldwell served as the linebackers coach with the eagles now unfortunately for him i don't think you saw the same improvement in that position when he held that role, um, and I think that you know when you look at those two positions, and you look at Mike Caldwell's track record, I mean, you know his big I think r- claim to fame in terms of the most success he's done is when he won the Super Bowl ring as the inside linebackers coach with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back in 2020. And I mean, if you're coaching Devin White and Levante David, two guys that are pretty darn, you know, good in and of themselves. I don't think, you know, he, I mean, I I don't necessarily think that was all him. Now, I thought he did pretty well as a linebackers coach the Cardinals um, when he was there in the early 2010s when he first left the Eagles. Um, But I do think, though, that out of the two, I'd take Ron Rivera. My only question is, whether or not he'll be able to not stick his nose in, you know, kind of the head coaching side of things that Nick Sirianni, of course, will have the ultimate say in. Like during the game, you know, would Ron Rivera, you know, maybe make a decision or suggest something that could be taken the wrong way by Nick Sirianni? I don't know. We're going to have to see and find out. But I'll tell you this much as of right now. I think he's the best guy available for the job. I think Mike Vrabel would be another, um, you know, potential hire, but I don't think he's looking at anything other than a head coaching job. I doubt it he would want to become another defensive coordinator. Now, there's another name that I think the Eagles could go after, but I don't know if they will, and that's Denard Wilson. He was the Eagles cornerbacks coach. Um, specifically defensive backs coach, so safeties and corners. Um, he was first brought on in 2021 and left last season to take the same role with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, he, you know, was looked at, I think specifically by the players as wanting to be a, uh, a, or the defensive coordinator, I should say, um, moving forward into this year, but obviously Nick Sirianni went in a different direction. Now I don't know if Wilson would be would be willing to come back after being um, passed over, but I personally um, would really really like to see him come back. I mean, you could tell there was a huge drop off in our secondary this season. I think having him back would be huge. 
Um, I think he would bring that similar style of defense that you saw um, under Jonathan Gannon. I can't believe I'm saying it, but you know the same similar style of you know attacking and and scheming of going getting after the quarterback. I think all that would be good. Um, I also just think that for him, you know, he knows what it looks like to have. And obviously, I mean, you know, he was the positions coach when they went to the Super Bowl. But he knows what it looks like. He knows how players in the secondary are supposed to react when something goes awry. And I think for the Eagles this season, that was a big problem. I thought that a lot of the time we'd have guys that just seemed like they couldn't get out of their own way. Um, And I think with Wilson, he'd be able to do that. So some intriguing decisions need to be made by Nick Sirianni. Um, and some big ones at that. We'll keep you posted on Brian Johnson. Nothing's been official as to whether or not he will be or will not be coming back. I think signs are leaning towards he will not be, but of course, um, we don't want to announce anything too early. So we'll be um, keeping up with that. So this is probably going to be the only, unless a hire is made or some big news is announced throughout the week, which it might be, but just saying for now, if this is the only time I'm able to come on here for Eagles Talk this week, I just want to talk about the craziness of yesterday's divisional round um, and over the weekend as a whole, specifically in the NFC. Um, and, you know, Green Bay and San Francisco, I thought it really showed what a good adjustments and, and what a good offense looks like. And even without the plus-plus talent that, you look at from the Green Bay perspective to the Eagles perspective. I mean, Jordan Love is doing a lot with less. And this is not a, a crack at Jalen Hurts or anything. I'm just saying this is more of a crack at the Eagles offensive coaches that, you know, you got to put together a scheme together. It can't be just 11 v 11 and we're just going to let our talent win. Like you see what the Packers did. Matt LaFleur put together a great scheme and they almost got the best of San Fran. I mean, if that kicker just does not miss that, you know, it was a tough field goal, but I mean, he he puts that through, and you're possibly looking at, um, you know, overtime there. I mean, given that San Fran then had a short field, and then you you see Jordan Love make a bonehead mistake. I mean, I have no idea what in the world he was looking at there. That looked like Carson Wentz making a dumb decision, as did Baker Mayfield yesterday making that poor interception, but... You know, that's another thing. You know, you watch that game and you see, you know, I mean, Detroit's defense is nothing to really write home about, but you see how they were able to collapse and get pressure on Baker Mayfield and then how they, uh, the Lions, were able to attack Tampa Bay with using the run game, something the Eagles did not try and implement last week. Um, I thought it was just a total, total um, debacle. And obviously, as, my, as I'm sure you all know, the other podcast that I have about Baltimore, uh, that sports market, of course, you know who I'm pulling for as it all signs are pointing towards um, San Fran heading to the Super Bowl. And if the Ravens are fortunate enough to get there, of course, I'm not rooting for the stinking San Francisco 49ers, no matter who. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs, I can't stand that team, obviously, because they beat us in the Super Bowl last year. But it's, you know, Brittany Mahomes. And Taylor Swift is just too much of that. I can't stand it. I personally 
Um, whoever's going up against San Fran, that's who I'm pulling for. Um, I don't think Detroit, no offense, but I, I just can't see it happening. I mean, there's no way. Detroit's defense is too piss poor to beat the San Francisco 49ers offense. Like, it's just not happening. It's a nice story. It's a great story. It's it's ending on Sunday, unfortunately. Um, it was It's the same thing with Tampa Bay. I mean, it was a nice, you know, feel-good story seeing Baker Mayfield do what he did and, and almost get that win. Of course, I can't stand Tampa Bay um, for other reasons, but I just don't think that with – you know, the way that San Fran plays and with all the talent. I mean, you know, I feel like it's the same thing with the Eagles, only they play to a scheme. San Fran's too talented enough to not um, win that game against Detroit. So should be San Fran and either the Chiefs or Ravens, and of course, you know, who I'm pulling for. Um, but, you know, that's going to do it for me for this episode, of course, and um, we'll be signing off now. Hopefully be back on um, soon with an announcement as to the Brian Johnson decision and what's going to happen with um, Sean Desai. Nick Sirianni also, signs are pointing towards their retaining him. There's going to be a meeting, a uh, press conference rather, on Wednesday with Sirianni and Howie Roseman. I'm sure that's going to you know, give everyone the confidence that Nick's going to be coming back. I'm sure you'll hear some some questions about that as well. It was a little weird, though, that neither Howie Roseman nor Jeffrey Lurie came out with a press conference saying, Nick's our guy moving forward. I don't know. So I just found that a little weird. But maybe they had to go through meetings and whatnot is what it is. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Um, I will be back on with more Eagles talk, like I said, once, uh, once we get some more news. Thanks, everyone, again. And as always, I'll talk to you next time. E-L-G-L-E-L-G-L-E-L-G-L-E-L-G-L-E-L-G-L-E-L-G-L-E-L-G-L-E-L-G-L-E-L-G-L-E-L-G-L-